Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Kolhep. And today, this is our Dynasty Special Episode 2. This is a three-part documentary. Well, not a documentary, a three-part podcast. Um, three episodes. The first episode, we detailed how to start your league. Um, some formats you can use, scoring. This episode, will be going over how to build your roster. Uh, how big your roster should be. What players you should have. How does age come into the equation. Rookies, draft picks, we'll go over all of that. And the next episode, will be will be an exclusive waiver wire and start sit type which won't be as which won't be as long it'll definitely be shorter this will be the beef of uh the beef of the three episodes this will be the longest episode um so when you create your league right you have all your teams you your draft comes up right your draft scheduled how do you know who's the most valuable, right? Because dynasty drafts aren't like typical drafts, right? Like Derrick Henry might have been your 103 in your regular draft. Derrick Henry will not be your 103. He's 28, so he's got some wear and tear. He won't be on your team super long, theoretically, right? So you want to look for guys with promise, young age, and you want to have a clear direction with your roster, right? I see so many teams that are kind of stuck in the middle, right? They have, I'll give you an example. They have Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry. Great duo. That team is making the playoffs immediately based on that. But then they're starting, I don't know, for example, early season Garrett Wilson or early season Chris Olave, Isaiah Pacheco. Guys that are really young and have value in Dynasty, but they're not really contributing to your win-now roster, right? So you want to make a decision there. So you draft, right? If you don't have a clear direction after you draft, you want to decide, am I winning now, right? Do I need to win now? And do I need, or do I need to rebuild, right? Do I not have the pieces? If you have, like, I'll give you the example. If you drafted Derrick Henry and Tay, right? You got... Man, you got you got some great win now pieces, right? You might look at a guy like Garrett Wilson, who's one of the highly coveted receivers, right? And you're saying, I understand this guy might be elite down the road, but I need someone who's going to be elite now, right? I want to win those championships. So something I would do, right? Reach out to your league mates. Garrett Wilson's on the table, right? And you, if you take, if you're looking for a guy, maybe for example, you get someone like Debo, right? Who's oh, he's okay, you know, Debo, for example. Um, who's another example of a good receiver? Like you can look at all those guys, right? Like some of the older guys, Debo, Adam Thielen. I mean, Debo isn't old, but like for dynasty leagues, like there's a big difference between 22 and 27. Okay, so like you want that's five seasons, five years worth of production you're missing out on. So like D Hop, for example, right? So you want to go to the table, right? I got Garrett Wilson, right? You need to rebuild. I need to win now. You give me D Hop, I give you Garrett Wilson. Maybe you throw in some picks, right? Make sure you get a little bit of draft compensation from that. Garrett Wilson with Diop in a second round pick, right? You build the win now, but you also build the draft pile, right? You want to make sure you have a good, good draft. Like, you want to have a filth, a wealth 
of riches during the draft, right? This is important because people really overvalue picks sometimes. Um, so once you're in a situation, right, where you feel like you have a decent win-now roster, right, maybe you build a big three or a big four consisting of Derrick Henry, Tay, Dehoff, depends on how many people are in your league, but maybe you build a big four or a big three, waiver wire. Now this is crucial. This is what helped me win to win my dynasty league, right? And still be one of the best teams, right? I made the mistake early. I traded all of my picks. Like literally every single one. Round one, two, and three. So something I relied on very heavily was the waiver wire, right? And as a result, I was able to regain a lot of that draft compensation. Isaiah Pacheco was on the waiver wire for a while. He's rookie was promising at one point. Maybe you look at him now and you're like, Jack McKinnon's the number one. Picked him up off the waiver wire early, right? Popped off, sold him off for a late second round pick. So that's how you accumulate that draft pile, right? You want to make sure you're the best on the waiver wire. Isaiah Pacheco was an example. Chig Okonkwo, my apologies for mispronouncing the name, Chig Okonkwo. Guys like that, that you can pick up, right, when their value is dirt cheap. No one wants them. But they got a chance to pop off and become a starter or a consistent fantasy option. You look at that and you're like, all right, let's sell this for picks, right? So something I did, <coughs> excuse me, I'm pretty stick. Sorry, guys, we're back. I sneezed. I had to cut that out. Um, so something I did very early, right? I had a win now roster. Tay, Derrick Henry, Zeke, and D Hop, right? I needed I'm in a super flex ten man league. I needed consistency from my QB play, which I was not getting. My QBs were Derek Carr and Russell Wilson. So something I did, right, to help combat that was I immediately traded my picks. My first two, my next top two, my next top two picks, which are like, which were late, which was last and somewhere around the end. I traded that immediately. That Pacheco, and I forget who it was Drake London, Pat Mahomes, right? So I built out this really talented roster that would, you know win infinitely but the future was looking questionable right like i was gonna win most of my games my record was i'll double check for you guys was like 17 and 4 something ridiculous like that right now that's how you utilize the waiver wire to make sure you're still gaining value even though you're not necessarily making trades another thing you want to do Every single trade you should make, you should be getting a pick. Now, I'm not saying that literally. Like, if you get a good trade, someone's like, I'll give you a depot for Isaiah Pacheco. Deal. You don't, need, you don't need a pick. Right? But if you're making small, even trades, right, that you think are pretty even or at the time are pretty even, the first thing you want to do is make sure you get a pick out of it. Whether it's a fifth round, fourth round, third round, you want to get a pick, right? Because in the end, people really tend to overvalue picks, at least what I've experienced, right? Like, we have to remember guys like Jalen Rager, Kenny Pickett, Dwayne Haskins were first-round 
dynasty players, right? Like first-round rookie draft players. So just because you acquire a first-round pick doesn't necessarily mean you're getting a good player. You need to make sure you know what you are getting, right? So if you you this is why I like trading after drafts, after the season because you know what everybody's pick is, right? You look at a guy, Bijan Robinson. You know what he's going to be. You have massive hype in him. You believe in him. You have the 103 and let's say the 201, right? You want to trade up? Go get him. I'd rather any day Take one great quality young starter over two maybe playable guys. You might start on your bench. You might start on a week. You might bench them the next week. Like, get that quality guy in there. So that's how you build. One, how you accumulate accumulate draft wealth. Use the waiver wire. Now trades, right? If you're a rebuilding team, you got... Or maybe you're just hammered with injuries. You decide, all right, it's time to rebuild, right? I have, you know, I have a bunch of basically bums, right, on my roster. Bunch of old guys, Adam Thielen, Debo, I'll bring him up again. He's not old, but he's, you know, he definitely isn't on par with what he was last year. Um, guys like that, um, Ezekiel Elliott, Derek Henry, like they might still be producing, but you know they won't produce for very long. Now, if you want to rebuild, young players you believe in, you you have to know your football to do Dynasty, right? I'm assuming most of you who do Dynasty are, you follow the draft, you follow off-season news, right? Garrett Wilson was a big, big um, disappointment early in the year. Came on early, late in the year, number one rookie receiver, right? Now, if you believe in him, right? And this is where your opinion kind of comes into it because there's no really right or wrong answer, right? Draft analysts, regular analysts, NFL teams get this wrong, right? If you believe in a guy, you go get him. If you believe Garrett Wilson could be, let's say, top five, top ten, Treat him like he's go like he is a top ten receiver, right? But you want to still get as much value as possible. Derrick Henry, right? If someone's willing you to willing to give up Garrett Wilson in a trade for Derrick Henry, man, go ahead. Like those are the guys that'll be the cornerstones of your roster for years and years and years and years. Like T.J. Hawkinson, for example, right? He's one of my favorite examples. Really young, was tight end. I think he was tight end two when he went to Minnesota. If he really signs there long term, that is a great place to be. Like, he will be there for five, six years. He will be a cornerstone to your roster. You'll never have to question, am I going to start TJ Hawkinson this week? No, he will just be a set it and forget it young player. And those are the most valuable ones to have. Young players that are set it and forget it. CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Brees Hall, assuming he comes back healthy. Like, those are the guys you want to have and you want to know. I'm starting them every week, regardless of who they're playing. They could be playing the Legion of 
boom combined with the steel curtain. These are my guys. They're playing. And those are the most valuable guys you can have on your roster. So identifying those is crucial if you're on a rebuild phase. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be on how to set your lineup. It'll be a brief episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Fantasy Football Fanatics podcast. I'm Joshua Kolhep. I'll see you again next week.